0: With the release of the new Ignited Challenge coin, I thought it would be fitting to do a three-part miniseries on the Ignited core values that are stamped on that coin. Action, ownership, and brotherhood. We should all have a set of individual core values that we operate by, and we should be able to talk about them and why they matter to us at any given moment. So take these next three weeks, listen to the motivation behind the core values of Ignited, and start identifying what your own core values are so that you can become ironclad in your stance when it comes to why it is you do what you do. You are a firefighter and an EMS professional. You are a part of a worldwide brotherhood of dedicated servants and you put your life on the line every day for others. Because of that, you deserve better. We are often our own worst enemies and it's time to own it. Let's work to improve and change the status quo. That change starts with us, right here, right now. In every situation we're faced with, as we see a need, we own it and we take action. Be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Be Ignited. Hey everyone, my name is Ryan Rodriguez and I'm the founder of Ignited and your host for the Ignited Firefighter podcast. The Ignited movement is a brotherhood of firefighters who challenge the status quo through a forum dedicated to self-improvement and accountability. In each of these episodes, we discuss a myriad of different things challenging the fire service today, from leadership and tactics to how to improve ourselves physically as well as mentally. We aim to civilize the mind but make savage the body. And even though the focus is on the fire service, topics and principles we discuss can be applied by professionals everywhere. That being said, let's light the spark. All right, first off, let's talk about what exactly a core value is. As you probably already know, I'm a huge fan of Patrick Lencioni and his team over there at the Table Group. He's got a great strategy for identifying your organization's core values that I think could apply to us as individuals. And I talk a lot about what core values are and how to go about identifying them back in episode 51. So if you're curious as to what all defines and goes into finding your core values or identifying them, I'd advise you to go back and listen to that episode first if you haven't already. And it might be good to just listen to it as a refresher anyway. Patrick says that you should think of your core values as a few behavior traits that are inherent to you or the organization. They lie at the heart of the organization's identity, they don't change over time, and they already exist. In other words, they can't be contrived. You can't just think up some good buzzwords that you think sound good on paper. If you do that, you'll base your organization on lies and people will see right through it. Soon, not only will you become the laughing stock of your fellow fire departments, but you'll become a joke to your own members. Like I said, if you need a little refresher on what exactly your core values should be or how to identify them, go back and listen to episode 51 where I talk all about them. Moving on, let's get started with the first core value on the list, which is action. Without taking action, none of the remaining core values I operate by matter. Sure, you can ruminate and think about how you'll take ownership and how you'll be a good brother or sister to your crewmates, but if you don't take action toward those thoughts, then they don't really matter. Let's start out with a little exercise in mental perspective, shall we? Five frogs are sitting on a log. Four of the frogs decide to jump off. How many frogs do you have left? Did you answer one? Well, the correct answer is still five because there's a difference between deciding and doing. Maybe you're thinking of a time in your life where you made a decision, but you haven't taken action. Maybe you've pushed past that inaction and maybe you're currently struggling to do so. As human beings, we make a lot of decisions on a daily basis. We're parents, we're spouses, we're friends. Maybe we wanna eat healthier, maybe we wanna get a college degree, and maybe we wanna start a business. All of these wants are great and all, but they really mean nothing if we don't take action toward them. This idea seems so simple, but most of us never go from deciding to doing. Without a concerted focus, we don't get into the habit of taking action, and as a result, we don't accomplish all that we could. By getting into the habit of taking action, we're in a better place to achieve the results that we truly want. As firefighters, We're charged in taking action, and a lot of the time, I'd say like 98% of the time, we're defined by the action that we take or the action that we don't. So it's our actual duty to take action, whether in our personal or professional lives. It's the inherent drive that we have that makes us so effective in our careers as firefighters. I came across a quote that I'd like to read to you all that helps illustrate the idea of taking the path from making a decision to taking action your beliefs become your thoughts your thoughts become your words your words become your actions your actions become your habits your habits become your values and your values become your destiny that's by an unknown author I couldn't find who said it so in the spirit of taking action And as a way to help frame your mind to implement action as a core value, here's a list of seven ways you can go from apathy to action. Number one, imperfect action beats perfect inaction. If you're waiting for the perfect conditions, then you'll be waiting forever. We don't wait outside of a fire until conditions are perfect, right? I mean, by definition, we're the ones who are charged with taking action when things are in utter chaos. There will always be something that isn't 100% ideal or perfect. And there is no perfect time. There's only present time. We all know that we aren't guaranteed tomorrow. Hell, we're not even guaranteed this afternoon, right? So why wait? Take action now and make adjustments along the way. The best time to take action was five minutes ago. The second best time to take action is right now. Number two, get up and go. I know when I'm on duty and we drive by a golf course and the weather's beautiful, I'll sometimes say out loud, man, it's a great day to be out there, or today would have been a great day to go on a hike. But really, the only thing stopping me is being on duty. So why can't I do it the next day? There's really no excuse not to, right? Next time you find yourself thinking out loud, I'll challenge you this. Next time you find yourself thinking out loud, like I just mentioned, or even if you if you just think those things to yourself. Make a plan for doing that exact thing on your next day off or your next set of days off. Number three, stop overthinking. We aren't kings and queens of overthinking on a fire or EMS scene. So why do we overthink in our personal lives? We make decisions, we take action. Once we fall into the trap of overthinking, we get locked in a paralyzed state. We may be focused on perfection We may be questioning the amount of time we may or may not have, or we may come up with a bunch of other BS reasons why we can't do something. You don't need to be perfect. You need to take action. You don't need to have time offered to you. You need to make time. Spend the time you would use standing still, thinking about all the ins and outs, and think about all that stuff while you're taking action, while you're moving. The gym is a great place for me to work through all the things I I need to be doing or ruminate on projects that I want to lay the mental groundwork for. It's perfect for me. There's nothing wrong with thinking through a process, but there's something very wrong with getting stuck in those thoughts. That's how you get stuck in time and find yourself obsessing about things like 1985 rather than 2020. It's time to move forward. Number four, don't stop moving. The hardest part is starting, but once you've gotten going, things will be easier to maintain. Think about it. When you do your morning checkoffs and you prime the pump on the engine, you're setting the tone for how any future fires will go. If you lose your prime, you're going to have to work on building that pressure back up rather than being able to maintain that pressure over the course of the incident, so not only are you going to waste energy, you're going to waste time, precious seconds that count on scene, right? The idea of keeping your prime or keeping your momentum can be directly applied by doing something small but consistent every day toward whatever short or long-term goals you've got on your agenda. This can be something as simple as a 15-minute daily commitment. Those little small steps will add up over time, And one example I give clients and guys on my crew is if you were to do a plank every day for just one minute for an entire year, you'd be amazed at your results. Just one minute, one minute a day. Everybody has one minute a day that they could get down and do a plank. So that's just one small example. Number five, use action as a way to combat fear. When asked what people fear the most, the statistics come back similar in every instance. Fear of death comes in at like number two or three. And what's the number one fear people have? It's a fear of public speaking. Think about your interviews when testing for fire departments. Do you remember that feeling you had just before you went into the interview? But what happens when you get in there and introduce yourself and the ball starts rolling? The fear tends to dissipate, right? Once you're taking the action of answering questions and engaging with your interview panel, the fear goes away. Action can be the cure for fear. If you find yourself scared, become a doer and see how you overcome your fear and build confidence along the way. Number six, focus on the present. I kind of referenced this old Chinese proverb earlier in the episode and it says, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. If we'd planted the seeds 20 years ago, we'd have a full-grown tree to provide us with fruit and shade now. However, if we don't plant the tree now, 20 years in the future, we'll be standing in the sun and going hungry. By focusing on those small things that we can do now, we lay the groundwork for great things to come. Number seven, eliminate distraction. Phones, computer screens, Netflix, right? They're all distractions that steal our time away from us a bit at a time. All of these are thieves of productivity. If you've got a smartphone, and I'm sure that you all do, then you've got an app on there that you can use to show you your time use and time spent on each app. Remember, there's a difference between being busy and being productive. Once you take a look at how much time you spend on certain apps, It should act as kind of a wake-up call for you to put the phone down and live life, like get to it. Remember, being busy doesn't produce any results. Being productive lays the groundwork for amazing things to come. By taking action, we not only accomplish things, but we build our integrity with others, and as a result, we build trust. The more you show people that you can be trusted to take action, the more it will become understood that you will do what needs to be done, and you'll become a crucial part of your crew and your organization. When you take a day off of work for whatever reason, your crew will miss you because the daily operations will be different. The things that you typically do for them and the things that you typically get done in a day won't get done you don't want to come into your station like the kool-aid man and get noticed what you want is the people you work with to feel the impact when you're not there that's the kind of impact you want to have one based on action taken and not on a bunch of empty words vomited out onto a kitchen table or a recliner that you sit around in for 90 percent of your shift one average idea put into action is far more valuable than 20 genius ideas that are being put on the back burner for some other time. Remember, when the idea manifests, take action. Don't just decide to jump off the log, take action and make the leap. Big announcement here, guys. Last week I made the same announcement. The first ever newly minted Ignited Challenge Coin is now available through the online shop. And I'm offering everyone who listens and subscribes to the show a special discount. Use the code PODCAST to get $2 off your order. Shipping is free on all challenge coins, but just make sure you select the right shipping option in the drop-down menu. I'm excited to get these coins out to you all. They look amazing, and I'm really happy with how they turned out. Really happy. So, get your orders in soon, because they are limited in quantity. As always, thank you for listening to the Ignited Firefighter Podcast. Please subscribe and share these episodes with someone who you think should hear them. And do me a favor, leave a rating and review wherever you listen to the show. It helps others who are looking for a quality podcast find the show. And if I can get quality people such as yourselves leaving quality reviews, then we all win. I bring this show to you completely for your benefit, free of charge. So I'd ask you to do me one small favor and leave a rating and review. Remember, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at IgnitedFF. And one way you can become more directly involved is to join the ignited firefighter podcast Facebook group, which is where we as firefighters and EMS professionals can come together and dive deeper into the topics discussed on the show. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, if you see a need, own it and take action. Be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Be ignited.